here's the thing. When you've got a plan and you can see the steps, it is a lot easier to get up in the morning and say, I'm going to do this thing than going, oh, I hope that one day I have a million dollar business and having no plan. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, and joined by my fabulous co-host, yet again on a Thursday, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? I am doing wonderful. I've just written the most amazing bio for myself, which is partly true. <laughs> which is partly true. <laughs> partly true and a little bit of storytelling. Uh, yeah, well, you know, creative license. I think that's an important thing to have as a marketer. <laughs> You've got to be able to tell good stories, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We talked about the traits of eight-figure entrepreneurs the last couple of weeks been very popular episodes. We've had some really great feedback and it's had us reflecting a little bit and reflecting on those conversations and also reflecting on chatting with our clients just recently. I ran an intensive with my clients last week, spent two days in the room creating a plan for 2024. You've been speaking to your clients as well, getting people ready for uh, you know, to have a great year next year. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of that reflection today and around their income goals specifically. Yeah. I find this is a really interesting one, right? Because here's what we know. I mean, let's talk about eight-figure entrepreneurs uh, in the US, and it's the same in Australia as well, very similar results, that 0.04% of business owners ever reach eight figures. Mm-hmm. Okay, We can put that number out there, right? But a more achievable number is always this seven-figure. I'm going to make a million-dollar business, right? 4% mm-hmm. is the number that reach a million dollars. That number, I've known it for a long time, and it still astounds me, only 4%. Yeah. Okay. But, well, here's, here's the thing, right? Why do only 4% of businesses, or 4.4%, obviously, because some go on to eight and nine figures and so on. But why is it that only 4.5% of all businesses out there only ever get to a million dollars. And yet, if you'd ask just about everyone, what's your goal? What's your goal for the year? Oh, like a million dollar business. Mm, right? mm-hmm. It's like something that people aspire to, but never really get to. And and I don't know. I, I want to know why. <laughs> like, and I have some theories, obviously, you know, and, and I know you do too, but why do people set this number as a goal of like a million dollar business when we should probably be setting you know, a, a profit target that meets the lifestyle that we want? And whether that's eight or mm-hmm. nine or seven or six hundred and fifty-two dollars, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, what are we, what are we doing this? What are we putting this number out there for? And what does it actually mean to us as entrepreneurs? Because I'm sure if you're listening and thinking, oh, you know, we're coming into November, into sorry, into December now, you know, I've been, what did I do this year? I'm looking at, as you said, with your with your workshop. Uh, your intensive, you know, what's 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 in store for 2024? I can almost guarantee you that a couple of your clients wrote that number down and said, "I want to make a million dollars in 2024." I would say so. Any real understanding of why that number and and what's driving me to that number? 
I can tell you this for a fact, 100% of the people in the room, when I asked who would like to earn more next year, every single hand went up. So, yeah. Well, that's the nature of entrepreneurship, right? We're, correct. We're hungry, we're hungry for more. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But let's dive into that. Like why seven figures? Why is it that number? Why do people say I want a million dollar business? You talked about what does it mean? And I think that this is really important to have this conversation straight up because you and I have both met many entrepreneurs and business owners before that maybe on paper showing the income as a seven figure or an eight figure, but their profit might not be reflective of what it should be for that income level. So in yeah. a different way to say, lots of money coming in, not so much money going in the pocket. Well, we, I come back to you. What's the purpose of business? Mm -hmm. um, and we, you and I have touched on this so often. Mm -hmm. The purpose of your business is to generate an income for you so that you can have the lifestyle that you want. 100%. All right. Um, I've, I've shared this story with you, Sam. Pri and I, pri I know privately. I'm not sure if I've shared this on the podcast, but one of one of the, the people that I hugely respect in the digital marketing space, Ryan Dice, tells this story from stage that he got home one night, you know, saw that his wife, the bedroom light was off and his wife had gone to bed and he's sort of going, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go in and do some work in the office. And she's sort of come out and seen the office light on and dressing gown and come in and says, you know, hi, honey, good to see you home, blah, 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 blah. Right, 11.30 at night conversation. Come to bed when you're ready. You know, and and had this very frank conversation with him, and says, "Well, what are you? You know, why are you doing this? Okay, mm. I want you to stop kidding yourself that you're doing this for the family. You're doing this for your own ego. Mm. Okay, you know, because if you wanted to spend time with your family, you you just would. Yes. Okay, but the catch here is wanting to give the you know the lifestyle to your family, right? You know, doing it for them in the lifestyle that you want them to have. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that they want to have, but you mm. want to have. And I think this is when we look at whatever goal we're setting, whatever number goal we're setting, we almost need to come back and say, well, what is the lifestyle? What is the amount of money that I need to earn to do the basic stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay. Put fuel in the car, right? Food on the table. Make sure that the mortgage is paid or wiped out if necessary. <laughs> right? You know, and I can have a holiday that I want. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage people to, you know, literally get into your bank account statements and literally go through it and go, what did I spend money on this year? Mm. Right. And that's what I need to live. Okay. Mm -hmm. Paid my bills. You know, I've got a phone. I've been able to sort of have a bit of fun with friends, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But then go, what is it that I want my lifestyle to be like? Mm. In the future. Yeah. What do I future. dream about? What am I, what am I working towards, you know, mm. and why do I want that? And I think when we look at what do I need and what do I want, we can start to kind of then imagine more about what the business needs to do to create that rather than just some random number plucked out of the air. I have a planner that I freely give out, um, and you can get a copy of that at uh, samanthariley.global forward slash plan. It's the million dollar plan. And I've had so many people come to me and say that they've been so surprised at that number. It was different to what they thought it would be. And as soon as you've got really clear on what that number is, it makes it so much easier to plan. 
because all of a sudden, instead of a number that means nothing, you know exactly what that number is. And now we can put a plan in place to do whatever needs to be done to, to implement that. And I would say, actually, I'm just thinking, I don't think I've ever had anyone say that the number was larger than they thought. Every person that's done it has all come, have all come to me and said, that number was actually lower than I thought it would be, which is really interesting. Yeah, I think there's, a, there's this thing. Um, and if you know your industry, you know what the typical margins are for your industry, you can go and look this up, right? It's easy enough to do a, a chat GPT search or just do a Google search and say, what is the typical margin for a consulting firm, for a builder, for a blah, 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 blah. But it's all got to be rooted back into what is the lifestyle that you want, mm-hmm. that you need and, and you want. And, and that then gives you a number, right? So if you're... Let's go a bit. Let's, let's just pick a builder out because I happen to know the one off the top of my head. Um, if you're a builder and your lifestyle says that I want to be able to take my family on an overseas holiday every single year, okay, and that's gonna and it's going to be a bit lavish. And if you wanted to, you could go and talk to a, uh, a travel agent and, and get a sort of an idea of what this lavish holiday is going to cost you. Mm-hmm. But let's say it's fifty thousand dollars. I've paid all my bills. Um, I've got a nice car for myself. You know, and I've I've got some other stuff, right? It's some discretionary spend. Mm-hmm. Just pick round numbers, right? And this is what I love about that planner resource that you've got, um, because it helps you sort of break that down. Mm-hmm. Right? And let's say that your lifestyle costs you three hundred and fifty grand, okay? Which is pretty nice, okay? You're going to be able to do a lot of things with that sort of money. Um, not even accounting for the fact that maybe your part, your significant other might contribute some of you know, towards some of that plan. But let's say it's 350 and then you kind of multiply it by one of a half because you want to eat out twice a week mm-hmm. rather than once a week. And you want to buy be able to buy the sort of, you know, the next tier of wine on the on the the wine list, you know, the the $60 bottle of wine rather than the $30 bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to be able to do this. So let's say it's five hundred thousand dollars if you know that that is now what your lifestyle is going to cost you and and maybe there's a little bit of future you know pay future sam and pay future tim money that you're putting aside um if you're a builder you should be at about 10% mm-hmm. okay so you need to know you now know that your goal is to build a 5 million dollar business mm-hmm. and a 5 million dollar business for you might be 10 properties that you've got to build and sell or yes, just- properties that you need to sell. Okay. Become, but it comes more tangible. And then when you come back to actually doing your business planning, well, 10 properties, I need to be able to sell one, build and sell one property per month. Mm-hmm. It becomes like the metrics and understanding of what you need to do to achieve that becomes more real. Okay. Totally. As a, as a coach, if you want to do $5 million and you've got a $10,000 product or $10,000 program, um, well, I need to do 50 clients to make that 5 million, I think the my numbers are right. Okay. 50 clients. Okay. Uh, and that means I need to sign up one a week. Is that right? That is right. Isn't it? I've got my math there. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That means I need to do one a week and it means I need to do, you know, three, you know, three posts and I need to have five conversations every single week to sign up one client. Mm-hmm. All right. But it, it gives us real tangible activities that we can now do to know that if I do those activities, I will get that result and I'll have the lifestyle that I want. Totally. 
makes it a lot easier when when you break it down and break it down and I know that my conversion rate is this and I know that I need to speak to this many people to get that many people on a call it all of a sudden it, it makes it a lot easier than just saying I want a seven-figure business and that is the end of it now you've talked about the revenue versus profit and like really mm. getting clear on what our profit target is. You've talked about the lifestyle, but there's something else I want to talk about. And I don't hear many people speaking about this. And that's if you want a business at a certain level, what does that business feel like? Because if you're saying I want an eight figure business and I don't want to have a team, then those goals are not aligned because I don't know how you would build an eight figure business on your own. Like it just, I just don't think you could do that. You would need to have a team. So have a think about, okay, so if I've got a business, an eight figure business, and I've got a team of 35 people, is that what I want? Do I want to be managing a team that size? You know, do I want to be working with, you know, that amount of clients? It's what does that business look like? What does it feel like? Is it aligned with what you want those lifestyle goals to be? Yeah, like absolutely true. There's that sort of dichotomy. Although ironically, I was at a workshop last week with a bunch of other marketers. We were mm-hmm. a lot of conversation was driven by AI, which is well, the conversation wasn't driven by AI, but the conversation was about AI. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, hang on a minute. <laughs> uh, you know that you know that the potential to build a billion dollar sole operator business leveraging AI is is definitely kind of you know not too far Closer. away. It's closer, certainly closer. Uh, it did raise some interesting questions about what's going to happen when your AI outreach bot uh, starts talking to my AI response bot. <laughs> oh, 100%. I, like, it's just going to be bots talking to bots. <laughs> right. Um, and it just sort of made me think of the movie Wally, you know, uh-huh. where floating around drinking Slurpees in little floating seats and getting very yes. fat. Right? <laughs> Leon has been saying that for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's, there's there's some interesting stuff on the horizon about how we achieve these sorts of goals and how do we create leverage. But it still comes. I think it's absolutely right. You know, what is what? You know, if 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 this is a lifestyle I want, that's the first conversation you need to have with yourself. What is the lifestyle that I want? And then, what does the business look like that will deliver that lifestyle? And do I want that business? Mm-hmm. And if I don't want that business, I either need to re-engineer that business or re-engineer my lifestyle that I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only, only one of these two things can change. I was going to say we're able to do all of it, but this is where you need to have a really honest conversation or discussion with yourself and potentially the people that are closest to you, your significant other or, uh, you know, a, a business partner, to really get clear on that entire big picture yeah and i think like revisiting it regularly because it changes Mm -hmm. you know what you wanted two or three years ago i mean i'm going to use my wife's business as an example and i know that she did your planner i don't know maybe two years years ago yeah two two or three years years ago ago. yeah two years ago i know she's done some work with you as well um on this and um, I remember originally, I mean, I think she had her lifestyle planned out at about 340K, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, oh, my God, I could never possibly do that. And, like, somewhat was generous. I was like, you know, fly up to Queensland every couple of years to, or every, every couple of months to visit family, and I mm-hmm. want to be able to do that guilt-free. I don't mm-hmm. have to think about whether 
that I'm, if, I'm, if I'm doing that, well, that means that um, I can't buy new shoes for the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, all right? You don't want to be, you know, we're in a business that we can create whatever design of lifestyle we want, right? You don't want to have to make those compromises if you can avoid it. Um, and we're, I think, as entrepreneurs, we're unique in the ability to create whatever, you know, lifestyle that we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she was like, oh, my God, I can't, couldn't possibly imagine that. That would be so big, so far out of my scope of, of thinking. And then we did a, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's in your planner or not, but we actually did what could your business create? Yeah, that is in my planner. Yeah. It is yeah. in the planner. That's right. Yeah. What could your business create? And I think she created this thing with just a couple of staff going, in an ideal world, this business could deliver, I don't know, 1.4 million or something, whatever the number she came up with. Right. And it just put it in context. She's like, oh my God, if I can build a marketing machine that could deliver that 1.4 million, my business, you know, my 300,000 lifestyle seems like, Imminently achievable, mm-hmm. not kind of like pie in the sky, dreaming, never to be achieved kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It actually gave it real context, and you know, a plan emerged <laughs> to suddenly create this thing. Yeah, and here's the thing: when you've got a plan and you can see it, and you can see the steps, it is a lot easier to get up in the morning and say, "I'm going to do this thing," than going. Oh, I hope that one day I have a million dollar business and having no plan. It's a lot more difficult to achieve it. As soon as you break it down and you go, oh, when I get up today, I know that I just need to do this, this and this and then tick that checklist off. And I can knock off (laughs) for the day. And and I can knock (laughs) off for the day. Actually, let me just stop you there. I've got a client that has because we we often work on what are your three tasks for the day what are your three you know projects for the week we break everything down and she's like i love it the quicker i can get up and tick my three boxes in the morning it means the rest of the day i've got off i love that because it's like well if i can get all three done by 10 a.m i'm done well imagine doing that for the whole team right you know if you have i mean you've got i don't know what 20 odd staff in your business right now and yeah, a, few less. Doing, a few less <laughs> well you know but you know, if you've got those people working on your business, even if there's three mm-hmm. people and, you know, there's you and two virtual assistants um, and if each of you said, what are the three things that are going to move the needle in terms of revenue today? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to knock off first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. right? You haven't done three things or one thing. You've done, you know, nine things. And over the course of the year, those nine things times 300, <laughs> 350 Right. They, they add up. A, you've done a, you know, well, what is the, I don't even know what that number is. That's massive. Three and a half thousand, three thousand things uh, to move to move the needle towards <laughs> achieving this this business vision. Absolutely. Don't have to be big things, but imagine three and a half, like even minor things that just move the needle half a percent. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and amazing. Wow. It's amazing what some of those little things can exponentially turn into as well. Some of the goals I had set this year have far exceeded what I thought they would. I love this idea of, you know, shifting the needle by 1% or, you know, deciding to do things that are like the 1%. Wasn't this originally coined by a coach of the British cycling team, I believe? Yeah. And 
just bringing in this idea of we're just going to move things by or alter things or trial things by 1% each day had them winning medals where they previously were really underperforming. Yeah, I think when they talk about it in Atomic Habits Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think they use this as a case study that these micro improvements, doesn't matter what it is, okay, um, I think that when it worked out, there was sort of 300 things that may or may not perfect their performance from, you know, tire design to wheel size to, uh, you know, what the athletes ate to what their, you know, clothing was made out of to which route they took to get to the training session each day or, you know, even what time they turned up and finished and how long the sessions were. And they picked a whole bunch of different things and they kind of narrowed I'm thinking down to about 30 or so key areas that had an influence on the performance and they've gone how do we improve that that thing by one percent not ten percent or twenty percent or thirty percent you know and we think that's you know it says we we often think it's the really big rocks that make a massive improvement in our business and and conversely our lifestyle doesn't have to be Mm. and bill gates has said you know we we kind of overestimate what we can do in a a year and underestimate what we can do in 10 Mm -hmm. and it's that's the reason for that is we forget the compounding influence of these one percent improvements hundred percent all right so if we're going to look at 2024 as a plan and go whatever number is i'm going to make a million dollars this year We'll break it down into those one percents. What are the things that could make an influence? Mm. Okay. Well, maybe it's one extra phone call per day to a strategic partner just mm. to say good day. Mm. Mm. Totally. Right? And if I put that in my checklist and go, right, that's my one percent today as I'm going to make a phone call to a strategic partner today, every single day, I'm going to do that. Mm. Tomorrow, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to put a post up that I haven't done before. Okay. And every single day I'm going to put a post up. Right. And I think you, I mean, even you did that in 30 days with 30 days of podcasts, right? Mm-hmm, 30 days mm-hmm. of influence by design. Absolutely. Okay. And you were like, oh my God, I cannot believe the transformation in audience size. I could not just, believe it. Okay. Just from 30 days, not 300 days or 360 mm. days. Mm. It was 30 days. Yeah. Imagine what would happen if you did that every day for 365 days then. Yeah, I would have a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, like pros and cons. But, you know, it's, yeah, this, totally. it's, it's just 1%. It didn't, wouldn't have to be, you know, hour-long episodes every single day. It could be five-minute episodes every single day. Mm-hmm. Right? And that could be the 1% that, you know, gets you towards that goal that ultimately gives you the lifestyle. Now, we do have to balance it. And and that's what yeah. I was going to say. Let's tie it back to what we were talking about before. What is it that we want? And then what is it that we want our lifestyle and our business to look and feel like? They all need to come together. So let's take that, that podcast in 30 days. Did it deliver the results I was expecting? No, it far exceeded the results I was expecting. Is this the kind of business that I wanted the, wanted it to feel like by podcasting every day or setting aside that much time each week to do it? I decided no, not at that time. That doesn't mean no forever, but at that time, no, that, that's not what I wanted. So it's about really getting clear on what do we want our income to look like? What do we want our lifestyle to look like? What do we want to our business to look like? How do we want it all to feel? And then bringing it together holistically. Yeah, yeah. And that gives you that plan. And that gives you the things that you can then work on to go, that's what I want to create. 
Okay? Totally. Rather than a, you know, finger in the air. Let's make a million dollars next year. Yeah, yeah. So as you're reflecting, we'd love to see you as part of that 4% if that's what you feel like you would, you know, really want to hit. We'd love to see you hit your income goals, your lifestyle goals and your business goals next year. But definitely can support you with that million dollar plan that we've been speaking about. You can download that again at samantharileyglobal forward slash plan. Great reflections, Tim. I've enjoyed this. I think we're going to be doing a bit more reflecting over the next couple of episodes, Sam, as we go into go into our Christmas break and looking forward to seeing you join us on those episodes. Absolutely. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.